Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. Yes, Philip A. Greenberg, our legal professional of the year, is back. Our man, our attorney from New York City with so many years of experience, joins us here once again on the show. How are you today? Fine as always. More important. Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Pleasure to have you back here. Congratulations on being the Legal Professional of the Year again uh, as an attorney. Would you mind just introducing yourself? Tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So um, I'm Philip A. Greenberg. Uh, I've been a lawyer over 49 years. And uh, as soon as I keep going for too long, just stop me. And um, born and raised in Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn College, NYU Law School. Um, I'm I'm the ultimate baby boomer. You know, Jill. I know you're too young to know about the baby boom, but uh, the World War II baby boomers. You know, born from '46 to '68. But um, I'm a true baby boomer, not just because I was born in that time period, but because my parents met. During the war in 1944 in North Africa, my father was a GI and my mother was a local in Tunisia, and he sent for her in '46. And as, as they say, the rest is history. Um, and uh, that's really it. So I've been, uh, I guess I've said a couple other things about law practice. Uh, so I've always worked in small law firms um, and in. Um, November 1, 2000, through a lot of parting from my wife, I left my then current law firm and went out as a solo practitioner. And I've been a solo ever since then. Um, I'm in a suite with two of my former law partners, so we do work together on a lot of matters. And I also have counsel um, who help me to cover court appearances because, uh, while I like to think I'm pretty good, I still can't be in, in two different courts at the same time. So, um, and and that's it. It's, I try to be a full service firm. If it's something um, outside of the areas that I do, like matrimonial and corporate and civil litigation, um, almost without exception, I can recommend and bring in um, somebody who's an expert in whatever area of law it is, whether it's immigration, whether it's intellectual property, entertainment, you name it. Yes, well, we love getting to know you, and there's new listeners each and every week, so we love hearing the work you do. So, uh, you know, as an attorney, would you say, you know, what do you specialize in most? Well, um, I'm glad you asked me that. Actually, bear, bear in mind, usually when someone says they're glad you asked me that, that means they're not glad you asked me that. But anyway, um, so um, in another life, you know, um, before you were born, <laughs> I 
I started to dabble in divorces because um, I always wanted to do that. And um, it has been a major part of my practice since the early 1990s. Um, I still do a lot of civil litigation. Um, civil litigation means anything other than criminal. So the fact yesterday I got a new corporate case, um, big corporate case um, involving two companies. My client um, has actually um, been very big uh, since COVID because they've gotten contracts with the U.S. government um, to supply masks and that kind of stuff. Um, and so they just got served with papers like September 1st. And um, so, you know, corporate civil litigation, um, if I really have to, um, I would do a personal injury case, you know, like a flip and fall or a car accident case. Uh, but I try to look for those out. And um, uh, actually, I've... Do I have another minute or two on this? You yeah. have as much time as you want. Go for it. Okay. I'll tell you about last personal injury. I realize most of you viewers are lucky enough not to be lawyers. <laughs> uh, so, you know, personal injury is something everyone's familiar with. Everyone's familiar with slip and falls and uh, car accidents. Uh, but I had a case, and I, I couldn't prefer it out because it involved one of my wife's best friends. Um, she was... I, it's a matter of public record, so I can name the store. It was She was at a Trader Joe's on a Friday night, um, and she was uh, paying for her purchases, and um, she was run down by, by a cart. Now, of course, this is indoors. Um, it was one of these big carts that they use um, to move merchandise throughout the store. And while she was paying for her purchases, she was run down by this cart. Um, or knocked down, obviously not run down. And, uh, so anyway, I wound up handling it, and there was an article in the New York Post about it. And one of my matrimonial clients said, oh, Philip, you know, there's another lawyer with the same name as you who's suing Trader Joe's. And, you know, the article was all about the case. I said, no, it's not another lawyer, but that's me. Um, you know, well, no, he says, that's impossible. You're a divorce lawyer. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, there's one of my wife's best friends, but I, I had no choice. And, and we wound up settling. And uh, um, so, you know, I'm not totally out of that part of business. It does require, like any other area of law, um, attention to details, creativeness, um, knowing the, um, and, and, you know, this was a continual legal education course. I'd go into more of the procedure of that case and how I maneuvered because uh, Trader Joe's tried to get me to sue not them, but the company that was delivering the goods, which was not working for them. But anyway, so that's, that's it. So full service, um, and in and, and my younger days, I even did the stuff I mentioned, like immigration. It was like... When you're a young lawyer, you basically don't turn. I shouldn't say I should sue for young lawyers, but um, we didn't. We basically didn't turn away anything in, in the 1970s. But uh, laws just gotten very, you know, like medicine, like dentistry, um, just much more specialized than it used. So anyway, that's my 
feel. I can fill in your whole show by telling you, but well, it's you, all right. You got uh, 20 uh, minutes. Whatever you want to talk about that's important to you, no. please feel free to share. Uh, yeah, no, but that, that's the nature of my law practice. Um, I have a lot of war stories, um, and um, and I've, I've been on radio and television. Um, I think my first real TV appearance was in summer '92, and I've you know been on court TV as a guest commentator. Um, I was on regular shows like Jackie Mason and Montel Williams. And I've also been on a lot of cable shows, and and I've also done radio shows, which is similar to what we're doing now. And, uh, but that's the thing, you know. Litigators have a lot of war stories, especially divorce litigators. Um, and uh, other areas of law, I mean, let's face it: uh, someone who buys, who handles the sale and purchase of one-family houses, I doubt they're going to have many war stories that are that are going to captivate your audience. But, yeah, divorce lawyers, we got, we got the stories, and we're not making them up either. Come right, they come right out of our, right out of our diary. <laughs> I love it. Sure. You have so many stories. Yeah. I have so many stories. <laughs> what else did you want to share with us today? Seriously, this is your show, so you can take the time to talk about anything you want. As the Legal Professional of the Year, you have earned that status. Well... That's more than kind of you, um, though I really wouldn't know where to start. I will tell you, if, if I could go somewhat off subject, sure. that I met with another attorney yesterday, completely different specialty, um, and we were swapping war stories, and her war stories really were war stories, even though she's younger than me. Um, she specializes in pro bono representing survivors of the concentration camp. And um, in about an hour, an hour and a half meeting, because uh, we're going to be working together on something, and um, actually I'm an executor in the state. Um, so for your viewers who don't know what an executor is, when someone passes away and they have a will, they name in their will the person that they want to have administer their estate. So I'm the executor actually of four states right now. And one of them is a woman who, in her will, and it looks like it's going to be a fairly sizable estate, provided for 10% of her estate to go to assist um, survivors of the Nazi concentration camps. So that's why I was meeting with this lawyer, because... Um, as executor, I have to decide which organization should be getting that 10 percent wow. So, um, yeah, and and again, her war stories are real war stories. Um, and um, even the story with my client was, you know, bit, she was pretty quirky. Uh, never, uh, not not a divorce client. Um, she was the widow, no children, widow of a man who died from Agent Orange, which I realized that a lot of people don't know what Agent Orange is, but, you know, it was what they used uh, in Vietnam, um, I think, to defoliate the trees. I guess it would be easy to bomb people if you got rid of the trees. And a lot of the servicemen um, got very sick from it, and her husband died from Agent Orange. 
So um, issues with or with no children and, and dealing with family to speak of. And so you know, she wanted to provide for organizations that help other people. And she named me as the executive. So I'm in charge of that. And you could make a separate show just about this estate because of some of the twists and turns um, that kind of led, led us to this point. Um, but maybe that's another show. And, you know, but uh, yeah, it's it, Jill, it's it just, you know, because I'm always dealing with people. And um, people are just so interesting. Um, now, you're old enough to remember the show Candid Camera. I love and, that show, yes. Yeah. And do you remember what Peter Fonz used to make? I think that's his name. <laughs> oh, boy, it's a long time. I think his name was Peter Fonz. No, the, no. Uh, what did he used to say? I don't know. Yeah, I think his name was Peter Fonz, the one who, who was the MC of that show for so, so long. And um, as he used to say at the beginning in every show, what what the show is about is catching people in the act of being themselves. And, um, of course, if, if you remember from that show, some of the situations were, even though you may have been caught being yourself, they were pretty odd situations. Um, but it's the same idea with the kind of law practice I have, whether it's a divorce or the state or something else, um, you're really catching people in the act of being themselves. And uh, nothing could be more, in I think, nothing could be more interesting than that. And some of the things that have happened to clients of mine, um, if, if, if you made it, if it was a fictional case, you would say, this is an insult to our intelligence because nothing like that could ever happen except that it really did. Wow. Sure. So that's that. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. And my goodness, uh, there's still so much more that I don't know, of course, if you want to talk about. But um, I just want to ask, you know, uh, yeah. as far as being, you know, an attorney, right? And, you know, mm -hmm. some people always wonder. They say it's very expensive to hire an attorney, right? Is there a going rate for attorneys? And... Uh, you know, I'm assuming it's different, but like, it'd be nice to know um, a little bit sure. about, the, yeah, and how the the cost breakdown works. Sure. So let me start with, uh, I'm not going to give you a number on the divorce, but let me start with that. Um, there was a celebrity, and it's been quoted to me several times. In fact, the person who quoted to me was a semi-celebrity himself. Um, that one celebrity, um, and I, I can't tell you which one because I don't remember which one it was, but, you know, somebody who's a household name was asked, um, I remember he was as a client, not as a lawyer, and he was asked, why is divorce so expensive? And he said, quote, because it's worth it. So, um, and that's been quoted to me several times. So in terms of price, uh, that's a fair question, Jill. Um, divorce, I, 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 I would, uh, let me do the easy one. Um, the kind of thing that most of your listeners are going to do, almost everybody should have a will. And I'm not in the business of doing it. I have no skin in the game. But most people should have a will. And mm -hmm. I could make a separate show of that, but I'm not a trust and states lawyer, but 
I, I could just tell you that um, you know once get once you get past the you know the problem that you're dealing with your mortality, it is very a lot of things can happen um, that are not what you want. So everybody should have a will. Um, they shouldn't worry about the cost of a will because unless you're get in trouble by saying Donald Trump, um, I'm a Democrat, but, you know, if you have a, a Will or a Michael Bloomberg or anyone really complicated, then it's a big deal. But for the average person, and it could be an average person who has tens of millions of dollars, it's not an expensive proposition. I don't want to put numbers because the prices are all over the place, but I will tell you that, that for most lawyers who do wills, it is a loss leader. Uh, meaning that they do it for fixed amounts. It rarely compensates them for the time and effort. Mm -hmm. And the reason they do it is to establish a relationship with the client and to be a little bit morbid. That's why I said it's a loss leader, especially for relatively young lawyers. They're hoping that someday after the person passes away, they'll be the attorney for the estate. And that's where the real money is. So that, again, don't scrimp on it. Um, I, I, one of my friend's mothers, now deceased, said to me, oh, and my friend's name is Steve, and she said, uh, I need a will. Uh, this wasn't in New York, so I couldn't do it anyway. She said, I need a will, but can I just write down, um, you know, I don't want to spend money on a lawyer. And, and believe me, she, she had money. And she said, uh, she says, can I just write down Steve gets everything and sign it? And I said to her, look, I said, uh, I have an idea of how much you have because I'm involved with her husband's estate. Um, if you have, if someone has so little money that that's all the, you know, that that's all they need, then yeah, they don't need a will. But, um, if, if they need more, um, lawyers, not charge most lawyers do not charge a lot of money for will and it's 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 good to know that things are in place when the time comes um you know i always tell clients in fact i do do some work and i say listen i don't you know we won't need this even if the person's 100 years old i'll still tell them we won't need this in 50 years but um anyway and the other thing is that your listeners are often going to need is if they're buying or selling a house, a co-op, a condo, that also should be a fixed fee. It should not be too expensive, but that just like with the will, don't don't chintz out on it because um, just like with the will, simple will, it it's not rocket science to do it correctly, but um, if it's done wrong, it. It can be disastrous. And again, I could make a separate show on both people who messed up real estate, simple real estate deals, people that uh, messed up simple wills. And um, as I say, it's not rocket science, but make sure it's done correctly. And on since my specialty is matrimonial, um, all I could say is this: you know, more expensive doesn't mean better because I am definitely definitely not the most expensive divorce lawyer in Manhattan um, and uh, but it's definitely not something you want to cheap out about 
um, in court, especially if you have children or there's a lot of money involved, the, the money you're saving on getting either a lower-priced attorney, and again, I'm not saying that more expensive is better because I'm not the most expensive, um, but or people who are looking for a fixed fee, they're looking for a flat fee where they have a lot of real issues in their divorce. I'm just telling you, Joe, and I'm telling your listeners that um, I have had people come to me after the fact and mistakes that were made in their divorce, a lot of times are not even reversible. And it can literally make the difference between having a relationship with your children and not having a relationship or with never being financially secure again for the rest of your life. It, it literally can make the difference between whether you'll be set for life or whether you'll be struggling the rest of your life, at least financially. So I guess the overall statement without putting numbers on it is don't cheap out on a divorce lawyer. Again, doesn't mean the most expensive or the best, but, uh, you know, don't really, this is not a place that you're looking for a bargain. You're looking for um, somebody, and again, that could be a separate show, somebody who's you're comfortable with, somebody who shares the same goals as you, um, somebody who's not a good, necessarily good salesperson in selling themselves to you as their lawyer, but someone who's going to tell it to you like it is. And I, I've definitely had potential clients that I told... Didn't, I told them what they did not want to hear, and I didn't think I'd ever see them again, um, but some of them wound up hiring me anyway, even though I told them what they did not want to hear because they realized I was giving it to them straight, and they recognized that even though I couldn't promise them the sun, the moon, and the stars, what I could promise them is that we were going to make the best of their situation. Um, even if it was not as good as they wanted, we were going to make the best of what we had. So how did I do on that answer? Amazing, as always. Oh, <laughs> no, you're Thank you're you. Well, done. we still got three minutes left in the show. It goes so quick. What else did you want uh, to share? Um, I, I, you know, I could go on and on. Um, I would just say... Uh, maybe kind of an overall statement um, because it just happened. I was reviewing a book that I co-authored called Divorce Insights, which still is being sold on Amazon, and uh, some of the things that I said there. The most important thing, whether you're talking about a divorce lawyer, uh, a will, real estate, a car accident, whatever it is, is give the whole story to your lawyer. Um, it's just amazing. And by the way, this is true in criminal law too, but I don't do criminal law, is that a lot of times clients will not give you, maybe they'll say you won't take their case if you know the whole, you know, all the, you know, all, all the drawbacks of their case. But there's no point in, in, in not accomplishing anything by letting it uh, just fall on your lawyer after they're already in the case. So level with your lawyer. Tell him or her everything. And also, in, in my last 60 seconds, 
Um, some clients are worried not because they're trying to withhold information, but they're afraid that they're going to um, weigh you down with a lot of details which are irrelevant to their case. Um, I always tell them, let you know, tell me, um, don't apologize, tell me if it's irrelevant, I'll let you know and we'll move on. And But you may be surprised, some things that you don't think are important are important. You know, that's the difference between, you know, a doctor, lawyer, dentist, whatever, whatever it is, sometimes a detail that is a layman may not seem important to you is important to the profession. Got it. Phew. So that's it. Level with your lawyer. And your doctor, by the way, and all the others, you know. I just have doctor to speak about professions, but, you know, tell the doctor where it hurts, you know. Even if you're afraid, you know, it's going to say, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, better, better, he says, oh, yeah, yeah, and does something about it when they're still trying to do something about it. Same with the yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us. Would you mind sharing the best form and all forms of contact for our listeners? Sure. Um, so my phone number is 212-279-4550, 212-279-4550. And if they leave a message, uh, the message is actually sent to my email if no one's here. And I, I usually get back to people within 24 hours or less. My website is www.syllabagreenberg.com, and they could read all about my background, my law practice, how to contact me, um, and they'll pick up a lot of information there, too, which, um, you know, it's also public service, and, and uh, it'll give them a lot of information that they can use even if they don't um, hire me, but it, it'll help them in making the decisions that they have to make. Got it. Well, thank you so much. Philip, would you mind sharing how we could reach you? Yeah, I thought I just did. (laughs) I just just gave you the phone number, 212-279-4550-212-279-4550. Website is www.philipagreenbook.com. And if they want to send me an email, that's fine, too. Uh, my wife never liked my email address, but uh, m- most most of my clients do. It's lawman, L-A-W-M-A-N, 802 at AOL.com. Lawman, 802 at AOL.com. <laughs> I'm AOL, too. Don't do worry. That. Don't make fun of me. I get it. All good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, well, my pleasure, Jill. As always, you were the hostess with the most Oh, you are. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. You have a fantastic day. Thanks so much. And to all of our listeners, thank you. Please stay tuned. And thank you again. Congratulations on being our professional of the year. Have a great week. Thanks so much, Philip. Bye-bye, darling. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom when you drive her back from therapy. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. 
AARP gives you the information to help care for your mom so that you can have patience with her just like she did with you. Visit aarp.org caregiving or call 1-877-333-5885 to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Are we there yet? Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP. We help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.